Hi everyone, Obi and Biju here. Hi! Um, Malcolm kicked off uh, the Inspiration and in Lockdown um, series last week, sharing about Paul. Um, and we wanted to share some thoughts, some uh, reflections, um, things that we've been uh, thinking about, wrestling with. Learning, uh, learning um, during this time, um, and we pray it will be uh, helpful and encourage uh, us all to uh, think differently at a time that is incredibly challenging for uh, so many. Um, the one before we go into the character, <laughs> <laughs> we were just reflecting on how interesting 2020 has been, and um. We don't want to jump into the character just yet without acknowledging that there's nobody who could have predicted how this year would mm, pan mm, out. Yeah, yeah. Um, just the challenges are continuing. Um, the loss is huge. Mm. The grieving and just the anxiety. Um, so we wanted to speak into the truth of actually where people are at, mm, mm. what people are going through, what we've been going through, and just acknowledge that it is a difficult time. It has been a difficult year. It's the 10th month. It's October. And it's still, we're still, you know, in that space of when is this all going to end? Is this all going to end? How's this all going to end? And having said that, we'd also like to speak into the things that are positive mm, mm. that have been happening yeah. this year. Yeah. And for us, as, as we reflect on the challenges of this particular time, different things come to mind. It's, uh, our freedom has been restricted. Mm-hmm. Um, fear, uh, anxiety... Uh, loss of earnings um, at the start of lockdown, literally 75% of my income um, disappeared immediately. Really? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Pages only just finding out. You didn't out tell me that before. Great. Um, uh, but also, you know, there was loss. Loss has been experienced by many of our kids. Um uh, not being able to go to school. Um, two of our boys didn't get to properly finish their last year of uh, their current school. Um, they were able to go back for a week. Um, but yeah. but that was about it. And uh, for many of us, lack of face-to-face um, contact with yeah. family, with friends, um, loneliness. Um, That's been a big thing. Uh, travel restrictions, uh, visiting family, um, uh, depression. Um, and, and then add on top of that those that have been impacted by health challenges, um, uh, COVID. And uh, sadly, we know of um, friends who have lost loved ones, mum, dad, um, both parents during this time. It, it's so... It's been a painful time, a challenging time, a difficult time for um, a lot of people.
people and those are some things that have come to mind uh, for us and there have also been good things there have been good things and, and we um, will share about those yes um, in a short while we know people who've got jobs that's true yes yeah. that's true We've we do know people before. who have um, got jobs should we go into that now then might as well Um, so we know people who have got jobs we um, uh, have been able to look look out for neighbours so there's Mm -hmm. been the joy of or or I guess the blessing of being able to focus on our neighbourhood and connect and show that support and um, people have had babies people have had babies there have been more meaningful conversations because people have been less um, hurried and mm. feel they've got more time to connect. Yes, we've had uh, family deeply. members uh, join our online services. Family members, yep, have joined online services. and um, My dad connected to the Father's Day service, which was oh, really yes. special. Yes. Because I was reading a poem about fathers and really wanting him to feel honoured. So that was really special. My dad and my two brothers joined in that, which was great. And we've been able to do marriage sessions uh, online, um, doing church differently, learning what it means to be a building-less church and still be the church and still be connected. And um, so there have been some uh, encouraging Mm -hmm. things that have come out of this trying time. And so um, that really brings us to... Uh, the character that we want to talk about, that someone that gives us inspiration. And he's not a character that you'd normally think of when it comes to lockdown. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Paul, of course. There's, um, you think of Joseph. Um, Jonah. Uh, Jonah. Um, but uh, Daniel. this, Daniel, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so there are some of the those characters but you know this character the reason we picked him is there are three things that stand out to us um the most when it comes to the impact of covid and it's the uncertainty um Mm. the isolation in some cases depending on um, your circumstance the restriction so the uncertainty the restriction and just that feeling of life being threatened Mm. and um whether that's job being threatened or health being threatened, those are uh, some of the things that uh, stand out to us. And um, this character uh, in the Bible, we are introduced to him and we see his faith and we see his youthful exuberance and, um, and the incredible victory that he had over... Um, Goliath, so you're already uh, beginning <laughs> to figure out, um, and perhaps in some ways we've got a Goliath in our lives, but but it's not really that um, scene of David and Goliath, but after all of his victories, we then find that he experiences uh, a dynamic with Saul where mm-hmm. Saul is jealous, jealous of his uh, success, jealous of his popularity, Jealous of God's favour over him. Jealous of God's favour, yeah, absolutely. And then 
all of a sudden um, a, a life that, I mean, in some respects, he, he went from certainty as a shepherd boy to uncertainty as experiencing the favor of the king and then goes into this period. And we find in First Samuel 19, verse 9, um, But one day when Saul was sitting at home with spear in hand, uh, the tormenting spirit from the Lord suddenly came upon him again. As David plays, played his harp, Saul hurled his spear at David, but David dodged out of the way and leaving the spear stuck in the wall, he fled and escaped into the night. Mm. And so begins this journey of wrestling with what's going on. And he's married to Saul's daughter. And he's got a great relationship with uh, Jonathan. And Jonathan doesn't quite believe that his father wants to kill him. And then finds out in, in 1 John, so in 1 Samuel uh, 20, that indeed he does. And, and 1 Samuel 21 and 22 and 23, we see David on the run from um, Saul. And and I just, we just imagine this intense period of what's going on? What's, my life is under threat. Um, I'm on the run. And so from a, a season of just God's favor and God doing incredible things and God coming through and killing, um, you know, using David to uh, kill uh, Goliath, and suddenly being on the run, he faces restriction, he faces this threat, his life is under threat, um, and uncertainty. And the period of him being, feeling this uncertainty and restriction and life being under threat, at least uh, four years. And yet, what does David do? And, and this is where it gets incredibly inspiring. Uh, for us because when life is uncertain and when life is being restricted and when life is uh, threatened um, there's we go into panic mode we saw that at the beginning of the year fear I remember feeling a lot of fear and and uncertainty with work and what is this going to mean and what's going to mean for the kids and what's this going to mean for our home and life and and all of that and family um and I'm sure David must have had some of that. And yet the beauty of um, David as a character is we see how he responds to this because we're able to look to uh, the Psalms. And what we want to do is share four things that we see that David did during this incredible time of uncertainty and restriction in his life being under threat and the first thing that we see is that he he penned david penned penned his thoughts penned his reflections um the there are views on some of the um psalms that he penned and some that he didn't during this time but here are I'm just going to read a few so Psalm uh, 59 verse 1 uh, says rescue me from my enemies O God protect me from those who have come to destroy me 
in verses 4, it says, I have done nothing, yet they prepared to attack me. Wake up, see what is happening and help me. O Lord, God of heaven's armies, the God of Israel, wake up and punish those hostile nations. Show no mercy to wicked traitors. Yeah, Psalm 34 um, is another one that he uh, pens and it says, I will praise the Lord at all times. I will constantly speak his praises. I will boast only in the Lord. Let all who are helpless take heart. Come, let us tell of the Lord's greatness. Let us exhort his name together. I prayed to the Lord and he answered me. He freed me from all my fears. Those who look to him for help will be radiant with joy. No shadow of shame will darken their faces. In my desperation, I prayed and the Lord listened. He saved me from all my troubles. Mm. Every single one of us, probably over six, I think we will never forget 2020. Mm -hmm. Um, But when we look back, there's going to be an opportunity to say, well, what do we remember? And potentially it's the things that we have captured. It's the things that we have penned that we have written about that we've journaled Mm -hmm. that will stand uh, out to us and David in his time of uncertainty and restriction and desperation he pens he writes his thoughts he gets it out and and captures um, a snapshot of not only what he's feeling but what God is doing and and there's a journey really of his own emotions that he processes uh, through this time and I found it personally helpful just journaling and capturing some key moments uh, during this time moments of my fears moments of the doubts moments of the struggles but even moments of the victories that God is doing and God has brought about during this time just capturing that as a snapshot of this time that can fuel my faith, um, not only during this time, but in the future um, as well. Yes, I think what I love about David Penning is that um, it was raw and it was what it was. There was no airbrushing his emotions, trying to make it nice for God to read It was just what it was. And that gives me the encouragement just to be free with God. Um, Apart from penning, the second thing that we want to talk about is how David prayed. Um, He prayed while his life was under threat. He didn't just wait for the victory and the freedom Mm -hmm. through the pain, through the anguish. He was praying. And um, A few months ago, I started reading this really fantastic book called The Power of Praying Together by Stormy O'Martian and Jack Hayford. And I just want to read a a short bit of the book that says, when we all stand together in prayer for our world, we can resist the devil for people who don't know how to do it for themselves. We can bring the strongholds of evil down to nothing. We can love others, weep with those who weep, and cause people to come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. We can help others find deliverance, healing, hope, peace, and joy. We can become an instrument through whom God touches people and situations that we can't even imagine we could ever affect. Each one of us can make a difference when we truly understand 
and tap into the power of praying together. What in the world are we waiting for? And this book has been a real encouragement to me just in the last couple of months reading about the power of prayer. And as a result, um, in the month of August, there was um, a time where twice a week on a Tuesday evening and a Thursday morning, some of us from Sir Heath and Borders met together online to pray. And we prayed about different things and we prayed about different situations. And we asked people to send in prayer requests. And it was so unifying and so mm. bonding mm. and so powerful. And I feel that even as we read about David, his heart during a time like this was to pray. In Psalm 34, he says, I sought the Lord and he answered me. He delivered me from all my fears. He also says in Psalm 34 verse 17, the righteous cry out and the Lord hears them. He delivers them from all their troubles. The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. He prayed, he connected to God. He saw this time as other times in his life, but this time as a time to connect, to get deeper. And I love the fact that we might be restricted and we might be in lockdown. Nothing can lock down our prayers. We, we see that we could be tied up and thrown into a room or into a den or, of lions, as, it, as was the case with another character in the Bible. And we're still able to pray. And for me, prayer has been such a powerful weapon and just a unifying force in a time like this to pray about so many things I feel powerless to do on my own, but to give them to God and really to expect God to move and to answer these prayers and to watch in awe. That was the title of our prayer sessions in, in August. It was called In Awe in August. And really to watch in awe as God moved mm. through prayers. So just want to encourage us that we might be facing many restrictions. We might be grieving. Mm. We might be feel like our lives are under threat. Um, of many kinds, threats of many kinds, we can pray, God does listen. A righteous man may have many troubles, but the Lord delivers him from them all. He protects all his bones, not one of them will be broken. Mm. I love that. One of the things that I, that's when I think about the, or in August and, and the prayers, I don't think it would have happened. Mm -hmm. We just wouldn't have thought about doing that, I, I don't think, um, if not for the lockdown. Um, it, it got us to think about just new ways of doing things and connecting um, and praying. And because it's such a difficult time, it's, well, do we despair or do, do we just moan or, or do we... Do we go to God who can do something? And it's an incredible opportunity to build our faith. And, and that's what we see in David. It's just he he, he gets out what he's thinking. He, he pens, he, he journals, he, he's reflecting, but then you know praying as well to God who can do something. Mm -hmm. um, and the other thing that stands out, so not only does David pen, not only does he pray, but he also perseveres as well um, it would have been so easy and 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 in a sense we see it in some of his prayers where he's tempted to to give up but um but doesn't and and it's it's psalm 34 he's 
saying in my desperation, verse 6, in my desperation I prayed and the Lord listened. He saved me from my troubles for the angel of the Lord is a God. He surrounds and defends all who fear him. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, the joys of those who take refuge in him. Fear the Lord, you his godly people. For those who fear him will have all they need. Even strong young lions sometimes go hungry, but those who trust in the Lord will lack no good thing. And there's a almost a preaching to himself. Mm. Keep going and trust in God and put your faith in him and uh, persevere. Um, and that that's just David's heart. It's I, I'm going to keep going and one of the areas that I feel like I've had to persevere during um, this time in addition to persevering in prayer and, and hope and faith is persevering with um, my mum. So uh, my mum as many of you know has Alzheimer's and uh, this was a painful um, I mean, it's been a painful experience for us as a family. And then all of a sudden there's the lockdown and, and thinking what's going to happen and what's going to, um, will she will she be able to understand what's going on? No. And will that mean that she wanders and gets lost or, or goes somewhere that she shouldn't go and, and get COVID? Um, but uh, the lockdown has been a blessing in the sense that, because of the lockdown and because I haven't had to travel as much for work that I've been able to go and see mum pretty much every weekend and uh, connect with her uh, and even persevere and and push through some of just the struggles and the challenges of dealing with mum's condition and just... um, give and help um, and serve Mm. and feed um, um, and walk and um, and just love her um, during this time and so I feel grateful for the opportunity but also just that um, the call and the example of others in difficult times who don't just focus on themselves, but choose to persevere and push through and um, in their trust in God. So, um, so David penned, David prayed, uh, David persevered, um, and yeah. finally, there's an interesting scripture actually about perseverance, which says perseverance must finish its work, so you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. There is power in persevering. I feel more able to persevere when I pray. It's just what mm-hmm. I prayer fuels me to stand in the battle and to stand through the hard times and just to stand. Um, so apart from penning and praying and persevering, David also praised. Even in the hard times, he found reason to praise God. Psalm 34 verse 1 I will extol the Lord at all times. His praise will always be on my lips. My soul will boast in the Lord. Let the afflicted hear and rejoice. Glorify the Lord with me. Let us exalt his name together. In verse 11 of the same psalm, Come, my children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. 
Whoever of you loves life and desires to see many good days, keep your tongues from evil and your lips from speaking lies. Verse 22, the Lord redeems his servants. No one will be condemned who takes refuge in him. Psalm 59 verse 17, oh my strength, I sing praise to you, oh God. You are my fortress, my loving God. And I think it's definitely a challenge for me to find reasons to praise God when I feel like I've been pushed against the wall or I'm grieving, not being able to go to Nigeria necessarily when I want to, to see my family. My mom's going to be 80 this weekend and there's a wrestle about wanting to be there to celebrate with her. So it's, it's really great to be able to persevere, to find reasons to praise God. And something I'm learning through this is just to praise God for a new day, mm-hmm. just to wake up and to say, God, it's a new day. This is the day the Lord has made. Mm-hmm. I will rejoice and be glad in it. Everything God makes is good. So God, this is a good day. This Your creation is good and I'm going to receive it as a gift just to find reasons to praise God. And the more I look for reasons to praise God, as I'm sure David found the same, the more we look for reasons to praise God, the more we find them. It's incredible. God awakens our awareness of Mm. how much there is to praise him, even in the dark times, even in the loneliness. David, for a lot of this period, was alone, but chose not to be lonely. Mm. He had Mm. God He knew God was with him and he leaned into that relationship with God to strengthen him, to comfort him, to guide him. And he praised God. He shouted out his hurt, shouted out his pain, but he found many reasons to praise God. And for me, that's been really uh, maturing in my faith. And I just want to encourage everyone It's a great way to journal. It's a great way to pen our thoughts, to find those reasons where, God, I'm going to praise you for this. Mm. It might be just that one thing, but wow, unravel within me an understanding of how much there is to praise you, even in this time. Because the truth is, like the, the song says, even when I don't see you working, you're working. Even when I don't feel God is working, he's working. Even now, God is working powerfully. And the more we praise him, the more our eyes are open spiritually to see that he is still accomplishing great things. You know, this is um, a trying time. We can't pretend that it isn't. We can't pretend that it's um, the, there aren't, things that are impacting us personally, impacting people around us, um, that the restrictions are enjoyable. Uh, But it it feels like despite all of that, there's an incredible opportunity for us to um, grow on the inside, grow um, internally, grow uh, spiritually. Um, and, And just to wrap up, I want to share the words in the New Testament, um, but it just, I think if David was speaking to us, he'd probably say this just based on some of the 
journey of his own life. Dear brothers and sisters, when troubles come your way, consider it an opportunity for great joy. For you know that when your faith is tested, your endurance has a chance to grow. So let it grow. For when your endurance is fully developed, you will be perfect and complete, needing nothing. It's James 1 verses 2 to 4. And and we see this heart in the life of David, a man who, despite the uncertainty and despite the restriction and despite the threat on his life, uh, chooses to pen his thoughts and journal and, and reflect. He chooses to... Uh, pray he and to rely on the one who is bigger than all of our challenges and bigger than all of the uh, restrictions that we face he chooses to persevere to persevere in prayer to persevere in hope to persevere in trusting um, and he chooses to praise to find the goodness in God, not necessarily the goodness in the situation, um, perhaps, but the goodness in God despite that situation. Um, And this is an incredible opportunity for us to grow in endurance and experience a perfecting of our spirit, perfecting of our soul um, in a way that just couldn't happen if we were Um, not going through a difficult time. So thanks for listening. Uh, We hope that's been helpful. And uh, I just wanted to say be strong, take heart and wait on the Lord. He will never disappoint. Thank you for listening.